This audio presentation was pre-recorded and edited for brevity and clarity. Good afternoon. This is Michael Buckley with the Bright Focus Foundation, and I want to welcome you to our November edition of our Bright Focus Chat, which we provide once a month to um, give some answer, answer your questions and, and update you on helpful hints or news from the medical and research front on low vision. Today we're going to talk about low vision resources and services, particularly as for most of us in, in America, the, the weather is getting colder and the days are getting shorter. And for many people, there can be a, a growing sense of, of isolation as it gets harder to get out to see family and friends. And uh, a lot of us in, in, enjoy reading, but, as, uh, but for different reasons, could be uh, normal aging or a condition such as glaucoma or macular degeneration, it gets harder to read. So we thought this was a very well-timed opportunity to bring together two people who, who help run uh, just truly excellent services uh, to help people uh, at this time of year. So the two people we have today with us are Karen Kenninger, who runs the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, and Catherine Freund, who is the president and founder of Independent Transportation Network, which is a nonprofit that helps, uh, helps folks with, with uh, transportation in their communities. So it's, over the next 40 minutes, we're going to learn about a talking book service. We're going to learn about a, a transportation network of rides for people with low visions. And most importantly, we're going to answer your, your questions. For those of you who are new to the call, uh, to the Bright Focus Chats, uh, at any time if you have a question, you can press star 3 on your phone, and that will bring you to an operator who will briefly take you off of the call. You can ask the question, then you'll get put back on. If for some reason you're disconnected from the call, I'd like to give you a phone number where you can dial to get back in. That number is 877-229-8493. Again, 877-229-8493. And at that point, you enter in a code, 112435. Again, that code is 112435. So most importantly, anytime you have a question, press star 3. So, Karen, I'd like to, to start off with you. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the National Library Service at the Library of Congress and how you help people with vision disorders. Well, thank you very much, Michael. It is a pleasure to be with you today and to tell you a little bit about the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. The National Library Service, and we call it NLS for short, is a free public library service for people who can't read standard print. So we provide materials in basically two formats. We provide talking books, which are audio books in specialized format, so that we can provide any book that is published in the United States through our service, um, technically, although we can't do them all. And we also have magazines. So we have uh, thousands of talking books and audio magazines, as well as we have Braille and books and magazines. We provide the books, and we also provide the playback equipment that you need to play them back on. They're not done on standard media like CDs, so we have a special cartridge, and we have a player that we provide, which um, if, if it, um, it's done on loan, and if it breaks, then you send it back and get a new one. They don't break, though. They're very sturdy. They don't break very often, I guess I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a mobile, uh, we call it Bard Mobile, which is a 
way that you can download and use our um, books on your iPhone or your iPad or on your Android device. So for people who are on the go, that's a real good option to, to be able to download the books and put them on their iPhones and then listen to them that way. So we have um, several ways to help you find your books and your magazines, find the ones that you want to read. One of them, and one of the best, is a personalized one-to-one -one service that is provided by specialized reader advisors who live in your area and who are able to go through the catalog with you, find the things that you like to read. Now, if you're a little bit more into doing this on your own, we do provide catalogs that come out twice a, or six times a year with the latest additions to our program. They come out in large print and braille and in an audio format so everyone can read them. And then there's an order form that comes with them. And we also have online catalogs as well as, of course, our download service where you can find the books that you want to read. So our goal is to give you a public library service with the full spectrum of materials that you would get in your public library, but in a format that you can read. That's what we do. Well, that is fantastic. Um, how, who is eligible to take advantage of, of this service? Anybody who lives in the United States or is a U.S. citizen living abroad is eligible for the service if they can't read standard print because of a visual disability, blindness, or, or low vision, or a physical disability such as oh, um, inability to turn pages or hold a book, stroke, um, cerebral palsies, things like that often cause okay. those, or a, uh, a, a reading disability that a doctor certifies. And how, um, how would somebody uh, uh, sign up to participate? We have a phone number you can call, which is 888-NLS-READ, or 888-657-7323, and that phone number will lead you to your network library where you can get uh, the, the information that you need. Our services are provided through local and regional libraries, and this is a way to find the one in your area. We also have a website, which is is www.loc.gov slash that all may read. And that website also has that information. Well, that is fantastic. Um, and uh, another form of, of um, continuing to stay very engaged in your community would be the transportation services that Catherine Freund um, organization runs. Catherine, can you tell us a little bit about um, the, the uh the Independent Transportation Network and why you think it helps people? Sure. Um, Independent Transportation Network, uh, for short, ITN, uh, is a, a car service, basically, that picks people up at their door, at their work, at their doctor's office, and takes them where they want to go, uh, and then brings them back again and it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's available for any purpose at all. Um, it's a membership organization, and different communities have ITN affiliates all over the country. We have 18 now in 20 states delivering rides, and uh, we have two more uh, starting service soon. And, um, you know, people join the organization. They 
set up something called a personal transportation account, uh, which is like a, a prepaid account like a cars have on the on the turnpike. Uh, and uh, then you just call up and schedule your ride, and someone will come and take you where you need to go. We provide arm-through-arm, door-through-door service, so if people have difficulty with depth perception or any kind of visual impairment, um, we make sure that they are safely to the door of where they need to be. So uh, the short version, that's the long version, the yeah, short that version is, is that it's like having your own car. Yeah. Wow, that is that is absolutely wonderful. And and just to, to remind our listeners, this is a, a nonprofit cooperative uh, undertaking. And, Catherine, I know you, we were fortunate to have you on a chat um, about 10 or 11 months ago. And since then, I know you, you embarked on a, a tour of the country to visit some of the ITN chapters. Um, do you have one or two main, you know, kind of powerful reflections on that that time of getting out and, and seeing this service uh, in person? Oh, yeah. I mean, I did more than 100 interviews. I drove almost 12,000 miles, uh, made over 25 stops, Um yeah, you know, just this morning I put the snow tires on my car here in Maine, and uh, the man at uh, the auto place remembered that I had left on the storybook tour, and he said, well, was it fun? Uh, and, you know, I thought about it, and I, I said, fun would not be the way I would describe it. I, I would say it was a uh, once-in-a-lifetime experience um, that so many people all over the United States who had never met me, would sit down and tell the most compelling and honest and open stories. It, it was, uh, you know, you hear people say, oh, it was a privilege to do this. It was a privilege to do this. Um, they, they just told stories from their hearts, from their own experience. And I could, I could give you so many. I mean, there were more than 100, but um, just, to, just to pick one or two, um, there was a woman, she just seemed like anybody's mom, just sweet, nice, soft-spoken lady. Um, she was from ITN St. Charles out in Missouri. And she had macular degeneration. That her father had it and she had it. Uh, and so she, she kind of knew it was going to happen. And um, she had a terrible car accident uh, and decided that, that she was afraid to drive after that. And her son um, helped her uh, sort through the different transportation alternatives that were available to her in the community. And he looked at public transportation and paratransit and so forth and told her that she he thought she should try this new service that was coming along called Independent Transportation Network and that um, she could try it for a year, and if she didn't like it, you know, she could move on to something else. Um, and she just loves it. Uh, she she said that um, she admired the people who volunteered to drive because uh, about half of ITN's rides are delivered by volunteer drivers who give their time and the use of their car to help others in their community. And for the people who use the service, that's a very affirming experience that that there are people in the community who are willing to 
So give a little bit of time and reach out and make sure that other people have transportation. Um, but I think one of the most important things that she did, and many of the people did this, uh, I should back up for just a second. I asked everybody the same question all over the United States, and, and this was the question, can you tell me a story about how access to transportation has changed your life or the life of someone you know or love. And then people, I just shut my mouth until they told their story. Uh, but at the end of their telling their story, I would always ask them if they had advice that they would like to share with other people that they thought might be helpful or useful. And, and very often they did. Um, and Shirley Masters' advice, this is the lady in St. Charles, Missouri, was for people to to have a positive attitude um, and to do what you have to do and to make the best of it and to not be afraid, to be brave and to not be afraid. Um, and that story was was echoed again and again and again across the United States, you know, from California to South Dakota to Iowa, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Maine, Tennessee, Florida, everywhere, people were talking about how important it was to reach out and how important it was to try things and how important it was to be brave about your life. It was very inspiring. Wow, what an amazing story. Thanks for, for sharing that uh, with that with us. Um, uh, just a quick follow-up uh, question, Catherine. How can someone sign up to find an ITN network in their community? Well, um, there's a couple things people can do. Uh, ITN, you can go to our website, which is uh, www.itnamerica.org. Um, but for a lot of communities in the United States, there isn't an ITN yet. You can, you can call our office and speak to Magda Darling, and her number is 207-591-6900. And then there's another number, and this number is also very important. It, it will take you to a call center we have here called Rides in Sight. And that call center has people trained to answer questions and help you find whatever transportation there is that is available in your community. And the telephone number for Rides in Sight is one eight five five. 6074337 Rides in Sight has 15,000 transportation services listed in it. If you can use a computer, it is searchable online. That database is searchable online. But if you prefer to call, you can call the Rides in Sight number and a trained person will uh, speak with you and find transportation for you in your community. And if by some chance we don't have your community in the database, we will call you back within 24 hours and do the research for you. Um, that is, yeah. that if there's something there, we will connect you with it. Well, that is fantastic. Uh, thanks, Catherine. And just to remind all of our listeners, we at Bright Focus will um, uh, have all of these phone numbers and we'll, that, that both Karen and Catherine have mentioned, and we'll ask them to repeat them at different points during the call, but we'll also have those here. Um, Karen Kenninger at the National Library Service. How I know a lot of uh, 
a lot of people enjoy the, the daily newspaper or being in book clubs. Um, is there a way that, that the Library of Congress National Library Service can help that? There certainly is. With regard to the newspaper, we support the newspaper service called NFB Newsline, and you can sign up for NFB Newsline through our regional libraries. NFB Newsline is a telephone-based service that will read to you with an electronic but very good synthesized voice the newspapers of today. So today's paper will be on there. You can you can dial in and you can move around in the paper and read the parts you want to read and skip the parts you don't care about. And there are over 300 newspapers and magazines on that service now. So that's available to anyone who qualifies for our service as well and gives you complete contact with the New York Times, the Washington Post, the and a lot of more local newspapers. So um, with regard to book clubs, a number of our network libraries actually host book clubs. Some of those book clubs are held in the facility of the library, but some of them are done over the phone. We realize that transportation is a big issue for people who can't can't see well enough to drive, and I know that well since I'm one of them. And so um, we have telephone-based book clubs where people are able to call in and discuss a book. So I think that works out really well for a lot of people um, who aren't able to get to a public library setting for a book club. Speaking of, of transportation, we also realize that people are not going to come to their regional libraries. It might be in another town. It might be miles and miles away. And even if it's just, you know, downtown in a big city, it's sometimes hard to get to. So the, the books that we have are mailed through the mail, and they come directly to people's doors, and they are mailed at no cost to the library, and you just turn a card over and throw them back in the mail, and there is no cost to mail them back either. So that makes our, our service very, very possible for everyone. Well, that, that is fantastic. I just want to remind our listeners that at any time you can push star three to ask a question, and um, we'd appreciate hearing from you. Um, while we uh, just want to pause for a moment to talk about that, that Bright Focus uh, has several resources that are available free of charge that may be of help. First, we have a free publication called Safety and the Older Driver, and that is available at our website, brightfocus.org. It's also available free of charge by calling Bright Focus at one 800 437 Two four two three. That's our free publication, Safety and the Older Driver, uh, at brightfocus.org or 800-437-2423. And additionally, we have um, resource lists for people with macular degeneration and another resource list for uh, people and their families with glaucoma. And that, that's also available at the same website address and the same, the same phone number. Uh, so uh, a qu- uh, question for Catherine Freund. Um, you know, thank- with Thanksgiving this week and then uh, the December holidays, just weeks away, I-, I can imagine a lot of families coming together for the first time in a few months, relative family members from different parts of the country gathered together. And from what we understand at Bright Focus, that's often a time when uh, people notice um, changing medical conditions in a family member. And I, I know these are some can lead to some uh, difficult conversations uh, uh, over Thanksgiving and, and the December holidays. I was wondering, Catherine, could you tell uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your 
your observations about how to best um, manage these transitions and how to how the families can can best uh, talk about these issues while passing the stuffing and the green beans? Sure. Um, but can I just take 15 seconds to tell Karen that I think that having book clubs by telephone is a fabulous idea. I, I, I agree. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's really wonderful. Um, so, yes, uh, families come together. Often uh, they come together and they have come great distances and they don't have many opportunities to come together and many generations come together. And so those are times when people want to try to have a conversation about things that are important to them and uh, the issue of driving and making the transition from the driver's seat to the passenger seat is a family affair. Uh, it's very much a family affair. Adult children worry about their parents. Um, they worry about having this conversation. Um, and they're often far more frightened of having the conversation than their parents are. Um, and I suppose it's because of that re sort of reversal of roles or transition of roles, but um, national studies do show that uh, older people are willing to have this conversation. So for the adult children listening, I, I just want to say, um, take a deep breath. Uh, you can do this. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is that uh, the transition uh, to the passenger seat happens over many years. It's not, it's not a sudden thing or an overnight thing. People adjust their driving to their diminishing physical abilities and their diminishing cognitive abilities. So they stop driving at night because they lose night vision. Um, they stop driving in bad weather. They stop driving on the interstate because it is difficult to judge the speed and the distance of an oncoming vehicle so they can't merge. That's a cognitive issue. Um, people stop driving in unfamiliar neighborhoods and on and on and on. And during the years when they're making these adjustments for their safety, they're also losing a lot of their mobility. Uh, so um, the time comes when it's really, it's really not going to be safe at all. If you want to have a conversation with a parent about this, um, know that um, you can do it a little bit at a time, and you can do it in a very positive and supportive way. I, I always started my conversation with my parents by telling them that I love them. It was the first thing I would say, I love you. Um, I need to talk with you about something because I have concern for your safety. And uh, putting together a plan for how people will remain independent and mobile beyond the years when they are driving their car, either all of the time or some of the time, is really the key to making this transition happen. To ask people to stop driving and to not have a plan in place so that they can not just get their groceries and go to church or synagogue, uh, but you know, get to shopping and get to see their friends and get to see their grandchildren in the school play and get to play pinochle uh, or go to the casino or go out to dinner. All of the things that make your life have quality to it. Uh, 
Um, yeah. You need to have a plan for how to do that, and I'm sure you can understand that once you do have that plan and you try it a little bit at a time, that the fear of giving up driving begins to diminish. Well, that's um, no, I, yeah, and and uh, Catherine, related to that, we've just we have a question from Betsy from Virginia, who's wondering: Are there any independent or online programs uh, that, to help assess a an older person's driving? Almost a, a third party that could be brought into this. Uh, yeah, there are a couple of things you can do. There's something on the American Automobile Association's website. Uh, there's a computerized test that is free that you can you can take. Um, you can also um, go to an occupational therapist and they are very skilled in administering uh, tests for older people to measure their skills. Um, and that gives you a third party trained professional opinion. Both, so there's that free online computer program, but then there's also uh, seeing an occupational therapist and if you need a referral for an occupational therapist, you can almost always get one from your regular doctor or great. from that Yeah, no, that's very helpful. Um, Karen Kenninger, we have a question for you from Melanie from Colorado who wonders, is there like any like magnifier or some sort of device that um, a person who still wants to read a book can use where you can scan the book and it, it plays the words back? Um, there are, let me answer that question a couple of different ways. There are a number of devices that are intended for a person to put a book under, for instance, this closed-circuit television camera, and then it will put the text of the book up on the screen so that you can read that on the screen and you can, you can change the size of it as much as you want. There are also a lot of, there's technology that will take a book and convert it to a digital format through scanning, and then you would be able to read it on your computer screen, either with synthesized speech or with a uh, with a screen enlargement type program. So there are a number of ways of of approaching that particular um, that particular thing. Well, great, thank you. Uh, we have another question, Tom from New Jersey. This is for Catherine Freund. Just want to know a little bit about the the drivers for the independent transportation networks. I mean, how are they? Um, uh, you know, is there sort of a, a selection or training process for um, for how a person who wants to volunteer um, becomes uh, uh, officially becomes part of uh, your network and and are um, uh, provide these services? You know, subs- sure. Yeah. But essentially, um, how, how does is there how does one apply and they sort of get get um, get screened or trained to to best uh, um, you know, to best provide these services? Well, uh, it's easy. You know, contact your local affiliate, um, and there, there's a map on our website to show you where your local affiliate is. But, um, you know, driving itself is a pretty basic skill threshold. We do provide training to help people to understand how to appropriately offer arm assistance how to um, guide a person with a visual impairment the proper way so that you are being helpful to them and and not unhelpful to them, and also how to help people with their seatbelts and, you know, how to to help a service animal uh, where they can ride in the car, those kinds of things. 
In terms of safety, um, we do a criminal history check, a moving violation check, an interview, we check personal references, driver's license, insurance, bump, um, inspection sticker. Uh, we're, we're pretty pretty careful great. with our selection of our drivers. Well, that great. Yeah. yeah, that's great. We have a, the next question is also from New Jersey. Uh, Nancy from New Jersey is wondering, is there a fee to use the, the ITN networks? Yes, it is a paid service, um, and it is charged by the mile. It is generally, uh, this is a generalization because all affiliates set their fees themselves, um, it is generally about half the cost of a taxi. Um, and it is, it is subsidized, not with government money, but with local fundraising. Uh, so the local affiliates are always working very hard um, to do their local fundraising to subsidize the rides. But we try to keep the service very affordable. Um, and, uh, you know, there's no cash changing hands in the cars. That's what the personal transportation accounts are about. You can pay by credit card if you wish. Um, but uh, we do, we do uh, need to cover the cost of the service. Sure. No, that makes sense. And related to that, uh, Karen Kenninger at the Library of Congress, are you, is there a fee for uh, for the services you've mentioned today? There is absolutely no fee for any of those services, the newspaper service or the library service. It's all the newspaper. The library service is funded by the federal government and state and local governments, and so is the newspaper service actually. So, well, that's great. That's great. We have time for uh, just a, a, a couple more questions, and and, um, and then uh, before we close, we'll ask everybody to read out uh, the phone numbers and web addresses for, for the resources we've mentioned. And um, uh, Catherine Freund, um, why is it that people have uh, more trouble driving at night and during the day? And then I guess related to that, do ITN provide rides in the evening for people who may be able to drive during the day? ITN uh, services 24-7. So, um, but that's a very good question because during the years when people are transitioning, they can often drive safely during part of the day, but not, and in certain locations, but not in other locations, and and not at night. And I'm I'm not uh, an expert on visual impairment, so I can tell you what I know about night driving. From my memory of reading the literature, and it has to do with your eyes changing with age, and I think it is the darkening of your corneas, but I may be wrong. It may have to do with your iris. But it's age-related, and it's yeah. not considered um, an illness. It's just a normal change of aging. It comes with aging, sort of like you don't consider wrinkles a problem except it comes with age, and so does gray hair. So there yeah. are certain changes, um, you know, inside your body that mirror the changes outside your body that come sure. with age. Yeah, well, that's that's good to know, particularly as um, it starts getting, you know, many parts of the country, it starts getting dark about 4.30 or 5 uh, right now. That's a big change. Um, well, before we take uh, our final question or two, I thought we would go around and, and each of us mention some of the resources that we've uh talked about and, and to slowly repeat the um, the web address and phone number. And I'll start at Bright Focus. We have a, a publication, Safety and the Older Driver. It's free of charge. It's one of our most requested publications. And you can get that at brightfocus.org. That's brightfocus.org. 
or our phone number, 800-437-2423. That's brightfocus.org, 800-437-2423. That's where you can get a free copy of Safety in the Older Driver. And we also have resource lists for people with macular degeneration, another one for families affected by glaucoma. And both of those resource lists uh, are proud to mention the National Library Service and the Independent Transportation Network. So, Catherine, do you want to repeat the ITN contact information, um, the web address or phone number for our listeners? Sure. Uh, thank you. Uh, the web address for ITN America is www.itnamerica.org. Uh, and for Rides in Sight, uh, which is the place to go to find transportation in your community, whether it's ITN or any other transportation, is www.ridesinsight.org. Uh, and the telephone number for Rides in Sight is 1-855-607-4337. And the phone number, if you want to call ITN America to learn about starting an affiliate in your community is 207-591-6939. Great. And, and Karen Kendrick? Absolutely. The phone number to, to find out about our service is 888-NLS-READ, which is 888-5, or I'm sorry, 888-657-7323. That's 888-657-7323. Our web address for our webpage, which also has a great deal of information about our services, is www.loc.gov slash thatallmayread. That's www.loc.gov. G-O-V slash that all may read. Well, great. Um, a, a couple more questions. Um, uh, Alice from Maryland is wondering for Karen, how many uh, items are in your catalog uh, at, of the low, um, at the Library of Congress for, the, for, uh, uh, for this particular service? For our most recent formats, which is a digital format and digital Braille, we have over 80,000 titles. Wow. And that's a whole spectrum, everything from mysteries and romances to a lot of material about people who have vision loss, um, their, their own stories, and a lot of informational material. Wow, that is, that is fantastic. We're going to do uh, one more question and then encourage folks to stay on the line just for um, uh, you know, a little bit of a reminder about how to get these resources again. And the question for Catherine Freund is from Anita from Ohio is wondering, on your, in your driving services, do these, um, the, volunteer, the, the people who give the rides, do they help, uh, could they help uh, a customer with something, let's say at a store, or do they, do they wait outside, or how does the, uh, you know, the, the non-driving parts of, of, a, of a trip out work with your service? Uh, well, if, uh, if an individual who uses ITN needs personal assistance, ITN will transport a friend with them or a caregiver at no additional cost who can help them with what they need. The drivers themselves are really drivers. 
you can ask your driver to wait for you. Um, it, it does increase the cost of your ride because you have to pay for them to sit there and wait. But you can also schedule the return trip at a time and in a location where you need it. There's no additional cost for that, and the driver will be there at that spot and pick you up and take you home. Yeah. Well, great. Um, a few things be before we conclude. Um, we like to keep these chats as helpful to you as possible, so we like to just ask a, a quick poll question. It's so a one question that you can um, participate with your with your phone. Uh, the question is this: How would you rate today's Bright Focus chat? If you found this chat very helpful, please press one. If you found this chat somewhat helpful, please press two. And if you did not find this chat useful, please press three. So just to repeat that: If you found the chat helpful, press one. If you found the chat somewhat helpful, press two. And if you did not find this chat helpful, press three. And before we conclude, I want to uh, tell you about the December Bright Focus chat, which will be December 21st. Um, here at Bright Focus, we support some of the best scientists around the world uh, who are studying uh, diseases of mind and sight, macular degeneration, glaucoma, Alzheimer's. And for our next chat, December 21st, we're fortunate to have several of the researchers we, uh, that we are proud to support be on the call to give us a, um, an update on some, uh, some of the latest research on, on vision diseases. So the next chat, Research Roundups, Treatments for the Future, will be December 21st. And we encourage you to register and submit questions in advance. And we'll be sending you a reminder email. Last and most importantly, we want to repeat some of the, uh, the phone number where, uh, where you can, in website, we can get some of these information. And that's brightfocus.org. And the phone number is 1-800-437-2423. And that, that phone number, we can get you in touch with uh, uh, both Karen and Catherine and the great services we provide. So just to conclude this call on the Thanksgiving week, just really want to say thank you to Karen and Catherine, not only for joining us today, but for providing services that, that really transform the lives of, of, of so many people that are, um, uh, that are having um, vision, vision conditions that may prevent them from uh, being as mobile as they would like around their community or continuing to, to enjoy a, a great book or, or newspaper or magazine. So just really want to say thank you not only for joining us on the call but for, for everything you do. And to our listeners, um, thank you for joining us today and hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you December 21st. And you can stay on the line to leave your name and number if you have questions or, or comments. So uh, at the conclusion of this call, feel free to stay on the line and we'll be able to take down your, um, your questions or comments. So on behalf of everyone at Bright Focus, thank you for joining us today and have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. The information provided in this recording is a public service of Bright Focus Foundation and is not intended to constitute medical advice. Please consult your physician for personalized medical, dietary, and or exercise advice. Any medications or supplements should only be taken under medical supervision. Bright Focus Foundation does not endorse any medical products or therapies.